Good morning, Revolution. Okay. Happy Tuesday. Um, man, do I need this episode as much as maybe you guys need this episode. So today, the concept that I want to talk about is being reasonable with ourselves and with our expectations, right? That itty bitty shitty committee comes in and it tells us all these things that we are supposed to do and supposed to be. And yet, like, is that even realistic? Is it even reasonable? So let's chat that through, right? So I know I've heard a lot um, from you guys about, gosh, this last year, like, I feel like I didn't do anything. I feel like I should have done more with this year. I feel like I didn't learn the language or I didn't lose the 20 pounds or I didn't uh, learn how to do a sourdough starter because apparently bread's all the rage, okay? And this week I've even been talking with people who have said, like, I don't know what it is. I feel like if I pause or if I stop, that I'm lazy, that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, or I'm giving up on my dreams if, God forbid, I take a week to rest or a weekend to rest. And man, do I hear that. So let's talk about reasonable expectations and like telling the itty bitty shitty committee to just take one for the team, right? Like kick rocks. Would it be reasonable, because sometimes it's better to outsource these conversations, right? Is it reasonable for you to walk up to a friend and say something like, oh, I know you're having it rough, but like, don't take the weekend for yourself and don't invest in self-care and don't do a massage because like you have big dreams and you need to work on that. And like, how dare you sit down and rest? Like, you need to go be doing something, right? The expectation is not reasonable. It is not reasonable to think that we can't have days off to invest in ourselves, yet we need to keep investing in others and our dreams while somehow also simultaneously filling our bucket without rest, without reprieve, so that we can fill the buckets of others because most of us are in a position where we are a nurturer, a caregiver, perhaps even a parent or a spouse, a partner, and our care and concern goes outside of ourselves. But we're some here, we're somewhere here with the itty bitty shitty committee, like, nah, dude, I gotta work, I gotta be a parent, I gotta be a boss bitch, I have to uh, be a good wife, I have to be a kick ass mom, and I gotta do it all with filling my bucket without rest and reprieve, so that like I feel like I'm awesome because like rest is lazy. No, the brain needs rest. The body needs rest. Rest is how our cells regenerate. Rest is how our brain regenerates. It's how new ideas and concepts come to us because the levels of chemicals in our body and in our brain, when we are in stress, when we are in overdrive, That's gnarly stuff like cortisol. Mm -mm, We don't want that. Okay. We want those happy chemicals that we can self-produce. 
serotonin, dopamine, all this yummy goodness, right? But we cannot self-produce these things if we are constantly thinking that the thing that we need to gain that, which is rest and reprieve, is lazy. So early this month, we talked about the storytellers, right? Storylines and the storytellers. Who are they? Where do they come from? When do we first remember hearing them? And we have to go back to the storytelling in this concept too. When was it that the first time when you were sitting down doing something that someone in your life said, I'm a, for a lack of a better term, because you know how we talk here in the Rev podcast, like, why are you sitting on your ass and being lazy, right? Was it when you were a child? Did you cultivate that sense of being overworked, doing over things, not having an ability to rest as a child? Was that maybe at your first job or transitioning into your first job where maybe your parents or a supervisor told you, don't let me find you uh, leaning because if you lean, you can clean. Who's heard it? Who's heard it? Hello, hospital worker uh, right here for like almost two decades. If you can lean, you can clean. No. How about I just saved five fucking lives? I have 22 inpatients and I need a breath. How about that? Right? How about that? But we have these things in our environment that are the, if you can lean, you can clean nonsense. And so our brain gets trained that, oh, we have a three-day weekend coming up. And we look around our house like, oh my God, if I can lean, I can clean. Okay, I have this project and this project and this project and this project. And I should probably paint and the dog needs a bath. And then if the dog needs a bath, then I'm going to have to clean the bathtub. And then, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a terrible like mother because I'm not using organic cleaners. I should really make my own cleaner. Like who's done the spiral? Who's done it? I've done it. Like... <sighs> But we have to come into that place where this is not our story. These are storylines set up for us by previous generations who, you know what, unfairly were told that as well and unfairly lived through unreasonable times, the Great Depression, multiple wars, being drafted at 17 out of high school to go to a war. So yes, Great grandpa who was drafted right out of high school to go to a war, dude, he doesn't understand why you watch Netflix and chill. Doesn't get it, right? Because that dude had to build a home with his own two hands or he didn't have one, okay? <laughs> like it is different generationally. So being able to understand and, and I mean, if we even want to like touch it, right? If we want to crawl up on it and touch it, how healthy, how, pardon me, you know I don't edit mistakes, how unhealthy is that generation who repressed their feelings, didn't talk about anything, drank it away. Typically, uh, that drinking ended up in violence or abuse, um, shielded their emotions, had disconnected 
parenting-child relationships, maybe even had disconnected marriages, right? Because that is what happens when we refuse to yield to what we need. The world will yield us, whether we like it or not. The world will yield you with a flu, with a cold. Your body will start to inevitably break down to where if you just took that day or two of rest and reprieve every week like you should, your body would get what it needs. But what happens is we push and we push and we push and we push. Tell me. And then all of a sudden you're down for a week and a half. You're down for two days or you feel like sludge for like a month. You get in the rut and you can't get out of the rut for two months, for three months. Your brain just feels like mush. You know why? Because it's over computing because it needed the time that you didn't give it because you were being unreasonable with yourself. Because you're still buying into, hey, me too, okay? You're still buying into this concept that you have to do all, be all, don't rest, but fill your bucket so you can fill other people's buckets so you could be a good human. Fuck that. No. You know what makes you a good human? You doing good things as a human. Right? But the things are not the cleaning of the house. The things are not the taking the overtime. The things is not the keeping up with the Joneses. The things is, do the people in your life know that you love them? Do you love yourself? Are you investing in yourself? Are you in a happy environment because you create a happy environment because you take the time to rest and reprieve to create the happy environment so that when you are not at the, I'm going to use our wonderful member, Lindsay Listro. I think I said her, I always say her last name wrong. Listro, Listro. I got one of them in there. Okay. Um, Also a member of Soul Science who I'm doing a sneak peek with this week. Um, She likes to call it a muggle job. And I love that. Um, So if you are not taking that rest and reprieve from your muggle job. And all you're doing is saying, well, I need to do that. And I need to do that. And that's what makes me good. Then no wonder you are unfulfilled at home. No wonder you are unfulfilled in your parent-child relationship. No wonder you are unfulfilled in your marriage, your relationship. What effort in time is it being given? And believe me, if you are just giving what's left of you to people, that is what they are going to receive. So say no to the overtime. Be stingy and crappy. Hey, it's 4.59? Cool. I'm clocking off in a minute, okay? Now, obviously, to my med people, my law enforcement people who are going to come bum rushing me like, that's not how it works on my job. I get you. But you know what? Don't stand in the parking lot for two hours. Get your ass home. (laughs) Go relax, okay? Don't fill all your time off with stuff to do. Sit. Cook with your family. Go do something fun. 
let the kid show you the roadblocks, roadblocks. I still don't know how to say it, right? Let them show you something that they're into. Be a little bit Marie Kondo, spark some joy, right? But if we are always in that workspace where it's like, yeah, I'll take that overtime. Yeah, I'll take your shift on Sunday. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Like, you know, believe me, I was the uh, overtime yes woman at my hospital. I didn't say no because I thought, well, if I say yes, then they'll see how hard I work and that'll pay off. Do you think that paid off, you guys? No, it did not pay off. They just went, oh, she'll do that shit. And I became a doormat. So we really have to have the boundaries in the places that we go to sustain our living. Work is not living. You work to sustain your living. Okay. Now there are going to be times in your life where you got to pick up that extra shift because stuff's real tight and you need that money. Okay. But you don't make a habit of that. Hey, Titan. Everyone's used to Titan snoring over there. We have to get real and reasonable with ourselves and with the expectations that we're letting this itty bitty shitty committee roll out on us. Like, no, we're not doing it. Oh, you think I should work 100 days in a row? No. Oh, you think I can't have rest and reprieve? No. You need it. And, you know, I'm going to say this for the mamas because I know that it's a battle. I know that it is a battle between the time that you need for yourself and this mama guilt of, but I don't want to say no to them. They want to show me the paper. They want to show me the cool thing in the book. They want to show me the crocodile that they drew right? But the quicker and more consistent that you can be in your children's life to tell them, hey, you know how sometimes you need quiet time? Like when you draw that crocodile? I need quiet time too. I'm going to take five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, mama. Okay. I'm going to take this time to myself. And you know what? If you are not getting the time in your home environment, girl, I, I have sat in parking lots. Like I have driven almost all the way home and like pulled into a grocery store and just sat there for like 30 minutes, just like, (sighs) because I knew I wasn't getting it at home. I knew the minute that I walked in the door, by the way, my kids are 14 and 21. It still happens. Okay. I was recently gone this past weekend Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And as soon as I walked in the door, mom, 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 mom. And I literally looked at my co-parent like, were you here? (laughs) And I know he was, but they save it all up for the mom. Okay. So do what you need to get that time. Being selfish not a bad thing. It's not a bad word. We were taught that it was. That's another podcast on storytelling. But today, I want you to consider 
How are you being with yourself? Are you being reasonable with yourself? Is the stuff that you tell yourself or you allow that itty bitty shitty committee to like roll tape in your brain? Is that reasonable? Would you tell your best friend that? And like expect that she wouldn't just like smack you across the face and like not be your best friend anymore? We have to be reasonable. So counter that when you're being told that, you know, sitting down watching a show is lazy, counter it. No, because I've worked X amount of time. This is balance. I need my time. I need family time. I need partner time and I have work time. And you know what? I've ticked the mother pucking work box this week. It's already ticked. Tick, 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 tick. Already ticked, dude. Already ticked. Okay. You completed it. Boop, boop. You don't have to go back to that one. It's done. Okay. You get to go on to the other stuff. What do you want to do? Don't forget to be reasonable with yourself. All right, guys. Happy Tuesday. Rev, I'll see you tomorrow like always. And uh, oh, 1717 we're ending at. Very nice. All right, Rev. Have a great day.